Welcome to Persisters, an all-female live show and podcast, hosted by Beth Rowe and produced by Alex Kern. Each week, we'll play you a piece from our live show, followed by an interview between the performer and us, Beth and Alex. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at PersistersLA. And this week, we have our very own producer, Alex Kern, as well as the LGBT Center representatives and one very special male guest. Ooh. Today is the day for the gays. (laughs) Happy gay day. I came here for LA's Pride celebration, but my assistant got that wrong. (laughs) This is the next best thing, the Persist show. So many gays here. (laughs) So nice to see so many gays in one place. I'm always looking for the gays, the mankind. They are the best of the friends. They know how to dress, how to accessorize, and how to make me laugh. I don't know any of the womankind gays. Though my husband always try to help me find one. (laughs) Always around the time of his birthday. (laughs) Identity is the theme of the show. I identify as mother, immigrant, wealthy, beautiful woman, (laughs) lover of the children. As you may know, I love the children, so I wrote a book because sometimes adults want children's books too. (laughs) This book I wrote from the bottom of my heart to speak my inner life that I often cannot say. (laughs) This book is called The Best Bee by Melania Trump. I will read the best bee by Melania Trump now. (laughs) Once, there was a little bee who wanted to run away. So she said to her husband, I am running away. (laughs) If you run away, said her husband, I will run after you, for you are my little bee. 
If you run after me, said the little bee, I will become a fish in a trout stream and I will swim away from you. If you become a fish in a trout stream, said her husband, I will become fishermen and I will fish for you. There are some pictures, but I'm not going to show. <laughs> if you become a fisherman, said the little... Oh, <laughs> Richard Gere. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors. <laughs> Use it as postcard uh, stamp. I mean, um, what do you call? Um, bookmark. Bookmark, thank you. Thank you. Are you gay? Dude, gay? No, but I'm a mini Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> If you become fisherman, said the little bee, I will become a rock on the mountain high above you. If you become a rock on the mountain high above me, said her husband, I will be a mountain climber. And I will climb to where you are. Some picture of a mountain here and some, <laughs> some flowers on the mountain. If you become a mountain climber, said the little bee, I will be a crocus in a hidden garden. If you become a crocus in a hidden garden, said his, her husband, I will be a gardener and I will find you. Here's my other bookmark. It's a nut. That's a Bill Clinton. <laughs> So another picture and here are flowers. <laughs> if you are a gardener and find me, said the little bee, I will be a bird and fly away from you. If you become a bird and fly away from me, said her husband, I will be a tree that you come home to. Picture of a, of a fly, like a bird flying. If you become a tree, said the little bee, I will become a little sailboat and I will sail away from you. If you become a sailboat and sail away from me, said her husband, I will become the wind and blow you where I want <laughs> you to go. If you become the wind and blow me, said the little bee, I will join a circus and fly in a flying trapeze. If you go flying at a flying trapeze, said her husband, I will be a tightrope walker and I will walk across the air to you. There's a picture of a tightrope in a circus. If you become a tightrope walker and walk across the air, said the bee, I will become a little boy and run into a house. If you become a little bee and run into a house, said the husband bee, I will give you a contract to sign for 30 million if you stay with me until the end of my term. <laughs> Shucks, said the bee. I might just as well sign the contract and be your little bee. And so she did. Have a carrot, said the husband bee. And nothing else to eat. <laughs> Maybe some salad or celery. Uh, the last photo is a picture of a garden with lots of carrots. <laughs> Thank you.
Well, thank you very much, Melania. It's a pleasure to meet you or see you. It's kind of hard to follow Melania. It, it is, it is, but uh, we, we don't want that jacket. Thank you very much. Well, I am Rainy Demez Meanders. I'm Lexi Hawley. And we are here with the Los Angeles LGBT Center. And it is incredibly poignant for us to be here specifically at the Black Cat during the month of Pride because it very much resonates with the center's origin story. Uh, I'm, not many of you may be aware, but we've been around since 1969 and were literally started by a group of hippie social workers who were focused on ensuring that we had a space for radical self-care. And that very basic premise still lives with us today. Uh, one of the, the reasons we're here this evening is to make sure that everyone is aware that while obviously we have made a lot of progress when it comes to things like marriage equality or certainly the visage of Laverne Cox being on the image of, of magazine covers, there's still a far, far long road ahead of us. And during this month of Pride, we'd like to ask folks to kind of keep in mind that our origin story has always been focused on ensuring that resistance is not in a vacuum. Uh, we actually see more clients now than we have in, in times past. We see 42,000 clients. Thank you very much. Each and every month across several different campuses located uh, here within the greater Los Angeles area, we see about 42,000 clients. And if that seems like a large number to you, the answer it is. And in fact, that is really just a drop in the bucket in terms of the actual need. When it comes to any basic metric of human survival, whether it's hunger or poverty or access to medical care or culturally competent care, housing, et cetera, et cetera, LGBT people actually suffer disproportionately to the national average. So please know that if you're looking for a place to really invest your socially justice-minded values, you can find those here at the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Homelessness, obviously it's not lost in anyone that that is a great obscenity here in Los Angeles, but when it comes to LGBT homeless rates, the numbers skew far more dramatically. About 6,000 young people under the age of 24 are actually nestled in the streets around the greater Hollywood area, and an absurdly high average of 40% of those identify as LGBTQ. So if we're doing so great and we've made such great advances, why are we throwing our children away? The remedy is very easy. Please support the center. We actually provide more direct housing than any other organization in the area when it comes to LGBT issues and are actually rapidly expanding, which is something that Lexi's gonna find with you. But there's also the other reality, that there is no community more diverse than the LGBT community. And we feel very strongly that immigration rights or LGBT rights and actually become a bit more precarious if you are a bit non-conforming in your presentation and risk being deported to an area that is not only inhospitable but also deadly. And of course, does, we don't really have have appropriate spaces here in Los Angeles or the greater uh, United States to accommodate most of those folks. So please do keep in mind that if uh, you would like to make a, a bit of a difference and a drop in the bucket, you can find us at the center. Find us on Facebook, find us at lahlbcenter.org, and find us on Instagram, for goodness sakes. So I wanted to talk about some things that we've done recently at the center. Um, we are about to finish up a wildly successful capital campaign. I believe it's the biggest an LGBT center has ever uh, conducted. We raised um, close to $46 million for the Anita May Rosenstein campus. It's the first campus of its kind because it provides intergenerational, it's going to provide intergenerational housing for both LGBTQ youth and seniors. Um, they've never cohabitated like that before, so it's gonna be really interesting 
youth are going to be able to learn from seniors, and seniors are going to be able to learn new things from youth. Um, we're really excited about it. So what Rainey was highlighting is our needs. We raised $46 million to build this building, but now we're going to double the programs that are going to be habitating in this building. So we're going to need funds more than ever. Um, we have 99 micro like apartments for the youth. That's going to be double what we have now. 99 units for our seniors and 100 emergency overnight beds for youth. So if people are um, experiencing homelessness, they can come and stay for the night. And then, did I miss anything there? No, no. <laughs> um, I also, this is about identity, and I wanted to talk about a new identity that I took on this year, which was the identity of endurance cyclist. Um, <laughs> 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 having ridden a bike once because I decided to go with my best friend on a 23-mile bike ride um, because I was having a bad day. Uh, that was in like 2012. Um, I decided that that gave me the experience with which to ride 552 miles um, from San Francisco to LA maybe two weeks ago. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> um, just kidding, I actually trained for the last year um, in order to ride that bike ride. But I did it because it, it benefits, it's, it's called AIDS Life Cycle. Um, it's a seven day bike ride, 545-ish miles um, from San Francisco to Los Angeles. And it benefits both the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, where I've also worked, and the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Um, this was the most successful year of AIDS Life Cycle. They raised $16.6 .6 million. Um, yeah, pretty incredible. And it was a life-changing experience. I trained for the whole year in order to participate. Um, you know, some people don't, but I wanted to be able to ride every mile, and I can say I did. And it's incredible. Um, and it, the way that it benefits the center is that it goes directly to our HIV services um, that we provide both in prevention and in care um, for people who are living with the disease. So... I just wanted to talk about that. If you ever want to ride your bike, you should check it out, um, aidslifecycle.org. It's amazing. Um, and you do not have to be an actual endurance cyclist in order to train. And OK, Kaylin, <laughs> my best friend, wants me to tell you that I raised $17,200. So yeah. I'm also a secret fundraiser. I did not know. I just think when you really care about something, you put your heart and soul into it, and you can achieve anything. The minimum you have to raise is 3000 and And, I mean, I wanted to raise more for the center because I care about it. So, yeah, if you want any more information, um, lalgbtcenter.org and aidslifecycle.org. Thank you. Welcome back to Persisters. Persisters. I'm Beth. I'm Alec. So I can't <laughs> believe we got Melania Trump on our show. I know. You know, her schedule is so busy, so you should you should feel honored. I mean, I can believe because, like, what else is she doing? Uh, you know, she. excuse me. The woman is doing so many things. <laughs> She's kind of, she's kind of, she's, she's in hiding, really. Yeah, I, I wonder what a day in the life 
<clears throat> excuse me, a day in the life of Melania looks like. Well, it's a good thing we have you because you do a lot of day in the life of Melania's. I do do some of them. I do. The videos. Yes, yeah. I do. And you know, it's interesting because she's been, I mean, it obviously came out of, um, I remember I was watching this one interview with her. It was right when uh, <laughs> our president uh, was saying something about women's female parts, vaginas, um, but he didn't use that word. Yeah, he said, um, he said the P word. He said the P word, right. And then she was interviewed, and I remember she was wearing this like beautiful pastel pink suit or something pastel. She doesn't wear suits. What am, who am I kidding? You're talking about the, the, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, never mind. I'm thinking um, of something different. Um, oh, it was before, actually it was before he was, yeah, it was, it was during before. the debate. It was when she wore yes. the, 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 um, pussy tie. It's called the, No, right? it was, it was pale pink. It wasn't magenta. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. Different Thinking of a different outfit. Um, I think it was filmed in the Trump palace or whatever. So there's oh, like okay. a lot of gold. And I remember her saying these things, like defending her husband or, you know, the whole yeah. thing about like, oh, it's locker room talk. And no, that was hor- the things that he said were really, sure, you know, gross or whatever. And I just started playing with her voice. And then just like any characters, um, tried to figure out who was this woman. And I did have a moment where I was like, oh, I think she's like this really smart woman, you know? And I tried to take it from that angle. And then I was like, no, that doesn't work. It's really nice that you tried, though. You tried, like, did. you gave her the benefit of the doubt. Well, I think you have to um, with all people. Um, mm-hmm. I think, particularly, you know, I guess in approaching characters of any kind, whether it's a character that's already been written for you in a script or if you're, you know, doing an impression of someone or creating your own character, it's like, yeah. who is the. Is who is this person and approaching it with empathy. So um, that's kind of how I try to do it and approach life, really. Totally. Yeah. Um, so, and not to attack her, obviously, but it was hard. It was really hard finding an angle for her because there is not much that we know about her. I right? mean, and there's, oh, well, I think that the fun part about what you do with it is that you make it like she's a prisoner. Right. By the way, if it isn't clear, Alex is playing Melania in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was me, guys. Hello, what's up? Secrets out. We didn't actually get Melania because Melania isn't allowed to leave. (laughs) Yeah, she is. Yeah, that's right. She's stuck there. And I I didn't even necessarily start at that angle. Um, I was just curious as to, you know, small moments with Melania. Just like tiny things. I love that. Um, yeah. Things that you don't see. Like, yeah. Like, like I, I love when uh, she showed up to the inauguration, and I hated that I liked her outfit, but... Um, oh, it was great. The powder the blue. The powder blue. Yeah. But, um, but she showed up with, like, a Tiffany's box oh for Michelle. Gosh. It was that just, was like, so, embarrassing. so new money. And I say that as a person with no money, <laughs> so it's <laughs> fine. But it was just, like, so tacky, but I want to know, like, her thought process behind, like, I get them... Tiffany's, because it's nice and popular and right. matches my outfit. Exactly. That was very good. I mean, yours is better, but thank you. That was a very, like, thick Russian, almost, what you are doing there. Yes. 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 I like it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. But, thank I mean, to me, it was like, I didn't think of it as new money, although that is a perfectly valid uh, point of view, but I was thinking, oh, 
they do not belong here at all. No. You don't just have a bring a gift to the white That's private. House. Like you like, don't tell do people you like do it. Like I want I really wish that like and then like and then Donald had like a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. Handed <laughs> uh, it to him. Right, right. Enjoy this in uh, Hawaii, Aloha. Oh man. Anyways, and it's fun to have Melania for Pride. And I know it's not Pride anymore, but we're still celebrating because mm-hmm. the podcast is still going. Oh. Do we have a new uh, a new show? Um, what I was going to say was for all of you listeners out there um, who weren't able to see, I should probably provide some more oh, information. Yes. Yes. Is that I was reading the Runaway Bunny, and so that's something that I casually just casually that I've added to my act, which is reading well-known children's stories um, and. Uh, you know, changing them slightly so that they could be authored by Melania. And if you listen closely, there are certainly themes of her life in those stories. And so making them more um, obviously about her life. So the runaway bunny, Hmm, she wants to run away. But um, another element of the performance that you don't get to see is that you wore a great green jacket with some writing on the back of it. Oh, yeah. And the writing on the back of it said... Oh, gosh. I'm not proud. Are you? Yeah. Right. For pride. Right. For pride. And this was... You know, it was like a. It was like a no, like, less than a week. It was days after four she days wore, after she wore that very that tone deaf Zara, Zara jacket, and I love me some that Zara, said, okay. "I don't really care." Do you? Which is so DJ. obscene and absurd, and totally. all of the things tone deaf, not surprised. So tone deaf, and, and normally I always wear this like um, bell sleeve dress because you know Melania is all about sleeves. Um, but I was like, oh, I can't not wear a like green jacket of some kind and um allude to her I even think it's so crazy that I can't even remember this but I just because I feel like there have been so many shows that we've done since like just other kind of performances but I feel like that she came out with that green jacket and you were going to do something else and then it was like you like you were like it's got to be Melania, right? Of course, and there's got to be a green jacket, right? And I was like, I have that green jacket. Yeah, you do. Thank you. It's still in my closet too for oh, the next it? time that I use it. Yeah, no, exactly. I also think at the beginning of this, I said an amazing green jacket. <laughs> you well, wore an amazing green I jacket. I do love that jacket. It's a good jacket. It's I also raincoat. think what's like funny or not funny, but what also uh, back to like the little moment thing is, I have watched several, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sick apparently. Um, I have a frog in my throat or I sound really sexy. I don't know, lots and lots of cigarettes. Um, but she, I don't know if you've ever watched any videos of her where she reads books to children. Oh yeah. So that's where the whole idea came from where I was like, has she never read a book to a child before? No, the answer is no. I mean, it's crazy. And so she doesn't open up the book and share the photos and engage. She closes the book and keeps it to herself, which I'm just like, you're a mother. You love Beron, you know? And and I, and so that was kind of the lens into what are these tiny moments that she's having that we can find humor and absurdity in, but perhaps we're not seeing because, you know, she's just wearing like a designer gown and not saying anything. Um, a designer gown and chains. And what? Chains. And chains, yeah. 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 <laughs> really, really um, expensive chains. 
mm-hmm. made out of diamonds. Yeah. But like then we find out eventually they're actually Swarovski crystals. They're not even Swarovski crystals. They're like the fake, they're like the plastic fake. Yeah. They're like the fake cubic zirconium. Oh, okay. Right? I don't I don't know all of the like it goes it, it's like a real diamond and then it's like Swarovski crystals made of glass. Yeah, cuz it's crystal. I mean they're expensive, right? Swarovski they're expensive. crystals, they're right? not diamonds. Right. And then after that it's cubic it's, zirconium. And then after that it's just like plastic. Plastic. Okay. Now yeah. everyone knows. Um, so it's all fake. It's all yeah, fake. It's all fake. Um you had a very nice transition. That's that's also why um, our representatives from uh, Rainey and uh, Lexi from the LGBT Center were commenting on your lovely Oh, yes. Coat. Yes, they were. I appreciated that. This is the second time the LGBT Center has come on the show, but this is the first time that they've been recorded. And I just think that it was so topical to have them for the month of Pride. And also, they're doing such amazing work. And if you drive by where the LGBT Center is, like right around, I think it's like Willoughby and La Brea. It's in between Melrose and Santa Monica off of La Brea. No, Highland, excuse me. But um, also, side note, it's a great place to donate clothes if you have some. They take them all the time. Mm. Um, and uh, they're just building a massive, like Lexi was talking about, like a massive, massive uh, building for people for housing, which is so incredible. Well, and also what's so great is that just having them there and hearing from them directly about what they're working on and the history mm-hmm. of the building and um, the entire organization. Because for me, I feel like I wasn't totally clued in. Keaton, which one is it? Either or. I always mess that stuff up. It's so bad. It's okay. Yeah. I think they both work. Misnomer. Malapropisms. I'm mm. like queen of malapropisms. See, I can't even pronounce it correctly. That's okay. You don't have, as long as you don't have a podcast, you're fine. Okay. Um, anyways, but to hear them and, you know, it's one thing to go to, to learn about some first, right? You hear from a friend, maybe then you go to the website, you check it out and it's like overwhelming. There's so much information on it. It's totally. like, I don't know where to go. So to have someone who is so passionate, who's working there right now, telling us specifically what they're doing, how they're affecting, making change and how people can get involved. It was really cool to be a part of, particularly because it's Pride Month and to feel like, oh... Okay. I, I want to get involved. Yeah. I also, um, want to mention that they're a great resource for other, other issues as well. Like I, like as far as volunteering, I've done some volunteering and like phone banking. Mm. Um, and then also they do, they have lawyers and stuff. If, if somebody's in need of some kind of a, a legal resource or assistance and doesn't have the funds, they have, um, the funds to help people and, um, their community with that, which I think is super important, which I think is, you know, like they provide the basic necessities for mm-hmm. life. They provide mm-hmm. room, they provide shelter. Which I had no food. idea originally. Yeah. I feel slightly ignorant, but nope. I'm like, Hey, this, that's what this is but for. But if you didn't know, right. like think of how many other people didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, like I said before, it's a great place to donate. It's a great place to donate clothes. Um, I know there's a lot of like women work, um, is a, an association where, where you can donate clothes for women to uh, get like a, for job interviews. And oh, so they take okay. a, the LGBT center takes a lot of clothes, um, like professional clothing wear mm-hmm. so that, um, so that they too, um, all different and all, all like for all genders, gender neutral, um, all of it. And then plus the AIDS life cycle stuff is incredible. Can we talk about how she raised $17,000? I, I, that's insane. Can for, she raise money for my life? 
Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, I need to raise money for credit card debt. <laughs> Lexi, can you help knock, a knock, girl? Knock. But I feel um, her pain, even though it didn't sound like painful at all, is that I am training for a triathlon right now. Yes, you are. Thank you. <laughs> just dust just my shoulders off. Is that how it goes? I was asked to do the triathlon as well, but opted not to. And my boyfriend is still so mad about it. He still talks about it. I'm like, so you need crazy. to like get He's over let it. it go. And yeah. I really thought you were going to be the one that was mad about it. But yeah. Alex and I didn't need another activity to do together. No, we didn't. It's like already overkill. We love each other, but like we don't want to hate each other. Yeah. You know? You got to provide um, a healthy distance. Neil, if you're listening. Yeah. He's I like, hear you're still mad. Boss Alex. And that's exactly how he sounds. Yeah, that's how all boys sound. What? Um, oh, but yes, the cycling part is like, I was like, oh, that'll be a breeze because I grew up swimming and I've run a lot. I've done marathons, whatever. And I was like, oh, the biking, whatever. No, not whatever. I fell the first two weeks of biking. Oh, yeah, you fell I've a bunch. never, I've never used a road bike, which is slightly embarrassing. It's like, have... Where have you been? They're so thin. And, <laughs> They're so yeah. thin. I've lived in cities and... But you're so thin. Oh my God, you guys, you should see me. I mean, you can't even see me. <laughs> She's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. That's a ghost. Um, but cl- no one talks about clipping in, how hard it is to clip in. Because like, yeah, yeah, you go to a soul cycle to, class. Like, basically twist your ankle, oh, right? Oh my God. But you have to balance the bike at the same time and think about the other one. It's just, it's been a bit of a nightmare. So kudos to her Yeah. for... Um, for doing it. And also the, like the entire having, thing. A yeah. hundred miles. I mean, come on. It's bananas. Um, you know what else is bananas? Is that we had a man on this show. Oh, we did have a man. Uh oh. And um and Did we break the rules? But you know what? Intersectionality comes in all shapes and forms. That's including right. Including genders. And, you know, sometimes there are reasons why we switch things up a little bit. Yeah, I feel like... Valid reasons why. And the reason why our show is an all-female show isn't for exclusivity. It's for inclusivity. It's to raise people's voices that don't always get the megaphone, which is why after the election... Louis C.K. what? Sorry, what? <laughs> Should we talk about that? He's sorry. Everyone get over it. Aziz <laughs> um, uh, and sorry at the U.S. Open, what? New girlfriend, What? <laughs> That's different. That's totally different, you guys. We can talk about that another way. It's not Louis C.K., but I just, you is know. It, is it really that, that different? Was, no. We can, it's another conversation. It's another time. However, Alex and I thought it would be great if it was a community building exercise, more exercise to bring in a new local business. Mm-hmm. And the new local business happens to be a very dear friend of mine who just opened his own gym. It's called Indigo Fitness. It's like two doors down from the Black Hat. It's in the same uh, complex as 33 Taps. Or a Big Mac's liquor. (laughs) (laughs) More importantly. Oh, my God. It's um, Gotta love me some Big Macs. Gotta love it. (laughs) The cool thing about this this uh, studio is that it also it offers personal training in the front party in the back oh baby just kidding it's uh it's spinning it's mm. it's half it's 30 it's the 25 minutes spinning and then the rest weightlifting on the floor Ooh. it's so we need, amazing well you've already done it I need to do it I've done it so much you have look at my body I know she's so skinny you guys. I can't even see me Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but um He's just a really, really good person, and uh, and you are about to hear from him right 
now. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it because the show is called Persisters. Um, I just opened a gym two blocks away, and it's truly to help empower people. And that's what I want you guys to feel when you come in. I welcome my doors to anybody looking to become the strongest, best version of themselves. So if you guys are interested in that, <laughs> then please check me out. Come in on me, please. Check out my website, indigo.la, and at the bottom, there's a contact button, and just say persisters on it. I'll give you a free class, or if you're interested, even a free consult, just to see kind of where you're at and how I can help you. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. We'd like to thank the LGBT Center. Yes. Please donate if you have, like we said, clothes, money. <laughs> that would be better. Uh, please donate to the LGBT Center if you're looking to... Or visit and or, learn more. Yeah. And uh, thank you to Seth. Make sure you check out that gym and get that free class. Use our code. Persister. Baby. You don't have to put baby, but if you put baby, you still will probably oh, get yeah, a free sorry, class. Oh, yeah, sorry, no baby. No baby. But another baby we have is another show coming up. Oh, baby, baby, baby. This Sunday, September 9th, 8 p.m. at the Black Cat, a whole new lineup. There's so many funny comedians that are going to be there. Melania might even stop I by. I may stop by and say hello. Hello.